Well, let me just say I thank the Lord very much um, that she was unharmed. Uh, I mean, physically, there were no injuries. But uh, as I saw her, she was very dirty. That proves that there was a stampede at uh, the place that uh, that had this occurrence. And now what we notice is that, yeah, she does need, she does need uh, an extra help, psychological help, because she's traumatized, obviously. You see, a young person as she is, a uh, 15-year-old, and um, she finds herself mixed up with dead bodies, uh, it's, it's another thing, if you get the picture of what I mean. Mm. I'm going to yeah. come to the actual events as they were related to you in a moment, Anonymous, but let's just first establish, you know, when you got a call that something had happened, uh, at what time? How, how did this unfold for you? Okay, this uh, this happened around about six o'clock in the morning. It was early. It was in the early hours of the morning. Um, we were actually preparing to go, to wake up from our bed to prepare for church, and then we received this call from a family friend of ours. Um, she told us that this uh, this thing, um, this strategy that just happened, her daughter is in hospital. And then that's where I started to rush off to go to hospital and see. And then um, that's where I found her mother, this relative of mine. I found her mother and her as well. And the other parents as well were there. And then I started to give other parents a lift because they wanted to see the venue and the display, the place of of this thing that happened. And then we went there. And uh, when we got there, it was packed full of police. The whole community was there. It was something that I've never seen in my life. And then, um, obviously, we were not allowed to come in because the parents wanted, wanted actually to see if their children are still alive or not. So the parents were left with with a question mark, not knowing if their children were still alive, because uh, the, the police were still busy at the scene at, the, at that moment. Yeah, uh, that's pretty much about that. And the other thing um, that we asked our daughter, uh, she told us that what happened there, as much as it was so packed as as one can see on my videos that I posted on uh, on on Facebook. It was so big that uh, it started to switch. They started to switch off lights. That's what she says. Then the lights were turned off, and then the lights were turned on, and the lights were turned off uh, time and time and again. And then what she told me is that someone sprayed a pepper spray inside, and then all hell broke loose, and there was everyone started to, to, to jump and wanted to exit the place, but they couldn't. What she said to me, that the doors were closed. Nobody was allowed to step outside. That's what I don't understand. Why would they shut the doors, not allowing the children to go out? Okay, um, she was the last child standing inside here, trying to, to actually help those she was with, her friends. She was trying to help them to breathe to the point that she even felt the body of her friend uh, freezing, yeah, and she could tell that she's dying. And she was dead, actually. And she was there with those children dead, and she was the only one standing there alive. 
That's when she got help from the paramedics and they took her to hospital where we met her. I actually have chills just listening um, to that recollection, Anonymous. So when you say that the doors were closed, so this is a double story um, establishment from the pictures that I've seen. So yeah. where were this? Where were they? Um, your daughter and the others, where the pepper spray um, was administered, was it at the top level or at the bottom? That information I do not know. I did not ask her if it was the top level or the bottom. What I heard from her is that when everybody started to run, and everybody was stepping on each other, you know the stampede. There was a security there at the door, and I think they called them bouncers. Mm-hmm. This security guy or a woman closed the door. That's what it is. They were not allowed to come out. I don't know the reasons why. And then, uh, and I was kind of wondering who called the, the paramedics and all that stuff. And then something came into my mind. Obviously, there are people who live in the same street. There are parents stay in the same street. There are people who can see of what is happening. Maybe one of them called the police and, and paramedics. So it's where it happened that she was helped by the paramedics as she was the last one standing there, trying to help all those who were lying down and they are dead. And unfortunately, uh, yesterday again, we found out the person who was a friend of my relative uh, passed away as well, the one she was trying to help. It's so sad. It's so sad. It's, it's, it's unspeakable. It really is. Um, yeah. and, and, and just with regard to when you arrived on the scene, you said uh, you were called at around uh, 6 a.m., uh, from accounts, we are told uh, this took place at around 4 a.m. Um, yes, on yes, Sunday yes. morning. So when you arrived, um, were the children's bodies still on the scene? Uh, those who had um, unfortunately succumbed, uh, you know, or, or were you not able to see what was going on? I, I said, what I can tell you, nobody was able to see when I was there because the police were the day. Just they had drawn a line of which we were not allowed to pass over because they used that area as a as a crime scene. I don't know what you guys call it. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. So we were not allowed to go in there. We saw the tavern, actually. There it is in front of us, but we couldn't just go there and see if there are bodies lying there. But uh, all I know is that the paramedics were there taking other children to hospital. Okay, and I could see the body, the, the the other vehicles of 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 um of bodies. They were there, which shows to me that these uh, vehicles were busy uh, transporting the bodies. So, what I cannot tell you is that at that moment when I was there, was there was still uh, uh, dead bodies inside. Anonymous. What is your relative saying about being at this establishment? Because, you know, that a lot of people are blaming parents at this stage, saying, why was your 15-year-old at a tavern at that time Mm -hmm. of the morning? So, you know... What what did she say? Uh, did you did your uh, relative, her mother, know 
that she was there? Uh, has she explained how she happened to be at that place and, you know, being sold alcohol as a 15-year-old? What I can tell you about this is that uh, what you'd notice is that this thing that happened, it's not the first time that these kids uh, are just uh, going out, leaving their houses and go to parties and all that stuff. And it's not that the parents are not uh, are not uh, saying no to them. No, they always do that. But to the point that they see these children don't don't listen. They just do what they want to do. And actually, as they leave their houses, they don't don't tell the parents we are going to the tavern. Okay. Yeah. And the other thing that I hear is that this is what was organized. Everybody in the area of uh, all, all the youth in the area of East London, and actually it's different areas. All these children, they don't come from the same area, different areas, because they used the taxes to go there. Mm. They used the social media to, um, to, 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 to plan, to plan all this. We are going to get there at this time. We must celebrate. They were celebrating the end, um, the finishing of the exams. That's what they call in Kosa, they say, Ukushambi Pepa. Okay? Yeah, that's what was uh, going on there, actually. Anonymous, uh, thank you so much uh, for just sharing uh, the story there for us of uh, your relative, uh, your niece, and what had happened. And uh, we wish you well.